Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is 7 News with Angela Cox. Good evening. More than 250,000 people are expected to be back in the workforce in the next few weeks as states lift restrictions. Live now to political reporter Jennifer Beshwari in Canberra for us. Jen, the government is hoping to now focus on rebuilding the economy. That's right, Ange. The sooner these restrictions can be lifted, then the more people will be back at work. Treasury does predict that by the end of three months' time, there will be about 850,000 people returning to the workforce. Today, we have a breakdown of that analysis. Just this month, we expect 98,000 jobs restored in the food industry, 13,000 in retail and 15,000 in construction. When all restrictions ease, more than 330,000 Australians will return to work in hospitality. 76,000 in arts and recreation services and 45,000 in, in construction. The federal government is hoping that as a result of the restrictions being lifted sooner than expected, then the economy may just have more time to recover. We uh, would like to think that by early July, uh, the economy is uh, operating as close as possible to normal, uh, certainly domestically. Uh, and that means that there is a three-month period for businesses, I guess, to get back into uh, a more normal pattern. And Jen, some promising signs on the health front. That's right, Angie. Some great news from our medical officers today here in Canberra. To date, there have been 7,036 cases of COVID-19. Sadly, 98 people have died. But in the last 24 hours, there have only been 20 new cases and only 49 people with the virus are in hospitals across the country. 16 of those are in intensive care and 12 on ventilators. But here's the real important number, Angie. 6,362 people have recovered from the virus. So that means there's only 576 active cases and today as well a milestone number one million tests have been conducted nationally now I'm not underplaying the significance of the deaths and or, or also the need to look into those clusters like the Ruby Princess fiasco but this really is an incredible outcome indeed okay thank you Jennifer in many parts of Australia people have been allowed to return to their favorite cafes restaurants and pubs Dining out looks a little different, with reduced capacity and tables spaced at a safe, safe distance. In New South Wales, health officials are worried about a spike if people become complacent. Miley Hogan reports. Well, all around Sydney today, there were signs that life is slowly returning to normal. People were out shopping, visiting their favourite stores. Others were gathering in groups of 10 outside. And of course, restaurants and cafes are trading once more. 
Within limits, though, they're only allowed to welcome in 10 customers at a time. People in New South Wales doing the simple things that they love. But the government is worried that people were forgetting the health advice. They are reminding people that they must stay one and a half metres away from each other if they are not from the same household. This particular virus is extremely dangerous, but it's not a high jumper and it's not a long jumper. So just make sure uh, if you're in a cafe or a restaurant, try and sit one and a half metres away from, even if it's a friend that you have known for 40 years. Now in New South Wales, 9,892 people were tested over the last 24 hours, leading to three new confirmed cases in the state. The government is again urging anyone, even with the mildest of symptoms, to go and get a test. Police will be out patrolling as the new ease restrictions are in place. They say they will warn people people before they hand out any fines. Lockdowns have also eased in Queensland. Crowds of people returned to cafes in Brisbane today. Authorities there are also closely monitoring the situation. But further north, it's an outbreak in a nursing home that sparked a fresh alert. Marlena Wop sent this report from Rockhampton. So far, all of the elderly residents and health staff who've been tested for COVID-19 have returned negative results after an infected nurse continued to work at the aged care home even after she'd been tested for COVID-19 and was waiting for her own results to come back in. Queensland Health has started the process of separating 115 elderly residents so they can each have their own bedroom and bathroom. Paramedics are moving some of them to a private hospital in Rockhampton where they'll remain in quarantine. The registered nurse has been suspended. She'd been working in the reception area. They have identified 42 uh, contacts including 39 staff and three members of the community. All 193 tests have returned negative. She wasn't providing hands-on care to the residents. Residents and staff will still need to be retested in 14 days or if they develop any symptoms beforehand. As Victorians remain locked down because of coronavirus, the state is facing a new health risk. Dozens of people are seriously ill, suffering severe food poisoning. And they all have one thing in common. Christy Mayer has more. Victims are disappointed the health department failed to issue a public warning over the outbreak. There are now 36 confirmed cases of food poisoning linked to this bakery, but the true number could be double that. There's been upwards of 70 people that we know of um, that have been sick. Travis Batari is one of dozens of people who suffered severe salmonella poisoning after eating a pork roll from the Lincoln Bakery in Melbourne's inner north a week and a half ago. I don't get too sick too often, um, but this was really bad. I'd never experienced anything like this. Dozens of workers at this construction site were also struck down after ordering their lunch from the same bakery. 11 days later, two people are still so sick they're in hospital. We've had one guy that was in hospital for two weeks, a good mate of mine. Um, as far as I know, we had about eight guys struck down with it. The premises uh, has been closed since Friday the 8th of May, uh, pending further investigation. The first case was reported on the 4th of May, but no action was taken and the cafe continued to trade for another four days, causing dozens more people to fall seriously ill. The bakery is citing the pandemic as the reason for its voluntary closure, but the health department has now taken food samples and is investigating. 
Two teenagers have been killed in Adelaide after their motorbike was hit by a car overnight. It's believed the boys had run a red light in Elizabeth East. Both died at the scene. There's been a big jump in the number of homes being listed for sale across our capital cities. And as Amber Laidler reports, some vendors are being rewarded with bigger than expected returns. Sellers appear to be returning to the property market with confidence bolstered by easing coronavirus restrictions. Realestate.com figures show an increase in the number of listings across all capital cities by almost 18% this week compared to last. Darwin is up almost 94% with 30% more properties available in both Canberra and Brisbane. Hobart, the only city to see a fall. I'm surprised we haven't seen more listings come to the market to be honest with you. Seeing, seeing so many buyers in the market, we don't normally see five bidders per auction. Sydney's listings are up 8%. This property in the city's inner west selling today for almost a quarter of a million dollars over reserve. We're getting some really good prices for our owners and at the same time money is super cheap with low interest rates so it's a great time for a buyer to get out there and buy their home. While access to finance is easier for some buyers, figures show many homeowners are now struggling in the wake of the COVID-19 crisis. With banks deferring payments for more than 400 120,000 households, their mortgages valued at more than $153 billion in total. Banks are the shock absorbers in the economy right now, uh, but contact your bank if you need help. But mortgage brokers say deferring payments should be a last resort. And with interest rates so low, in many cases refinancing may be a better option. The advice is to shop around. A vaccine by the end of the year, that's the pledge from President Trump. Today he announced an ambitious program to rid the world of COVID-19. It's dubbed Operation Warp Speed, a nod to the mission to develop the atomic bomb. But experts are sceptical about whether he can meet the deadline. Paul Caddack sent this report from New York. Good evening. In the race to find a vaccine, a more ambitious target has been revealed today. Donald Trump announcing more details about the US effort, which is called Operation Warp Speed, saying that a former pharmaceutical company executive and four-star general are now in charge. An important part of Warp Speed is to speed things up. Companies offering to actually start producing doses of a potential vaccine even before they're completely proven to be effective or finally approved. Now, up until now, the prediction has been... It would take 12 to 18 months at least before a widely available vaccine is produced. But the new vaccine chief says he's more optimistic now. We will be able to deliver a few hundred million doses of vaccine by the end of 2020. Uh, uh, and we will do the best we can, the best we can to do that. Thank you. I just want to make something clear. It's very important. Vaccine or no vaccine, we're back. The president making clear his big goal is restarting the economy as all but two states have now made moves to reopen and as the death toll now reaches 87,000 here in the United States with predictions another 50,000 Americans could die by August. From New York, it's back to you. A man in a cowboy hat has lassoed a runaway tiger in Mexico. The huge predator escaped from a nearby house and started running through traffic. Luckily, a passerby had everything he needed and managed to subdue the tiger before it hurt anyone. He's now been dubbed the Mexican Tiger King. 
We've seen drones used on our beaches to help spot sharks. Now a world first trial is going even more high tech. Researchers are using drones equipped with artificial intelligence to identify predators lurking under the surface. Serena Andaluro explains. Well, Ange, the state government has partnered with astronomers from Macquarie University as well as surf life-saving New South Wales to conduct this world-first trial at five beaches on the New South Wales north coast. Drones have been connected to artificial intelligence which can accurately target and identify various shark species like a bull shark or a great white with 95% accuracy. It can also tell if it's just another fish or a surfer. It uses technology similar to that used by Facebook and on mobile phones for facial recognition but with a much more sophisticated algorithm trained to analyse subtle differences in texture and shape and it's hoped it will mean fewer false alarms at beaches. Move away from those false positives so clearing the beach for, for a shark that we thought was a white shark and, and it ended up being a non-harmful a non species. The new drone technology will also offer a new data set for the Department of Primary Industries tracking shark behaviour. Just three days ago a 4.5 metre female great white was caught off Angels Beach. We're learning all the time about movement of sharks, how to deter them, how to keep people even safer on our beaches. The next step for researchers, developing drones fitted with the technology which can fly themselves, relaying information back to surf lifesavers and surf clubs. After weeks of being stuck in the house, most of us have been turning to technology to keep the kids entertained. Now, a new alert has been issued by doctors over dry eyes in children. We tend to see it more in elderly people, but it's becoming a lot more frequent in young people, and that's a concern. By staring at screens for hours at a time, our eyes dry out faster, causing irritation regardless of age. Experts recommend limiting kids' screen time, and if symptoms persist, see your doctor. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 